Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm her daughter, Holly, and you're listening to a new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, Mum. Hello, Holly. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Big night for you last night, wasn't it? Yep, it was. Uh, book launch event. Yep, so we went to your first book launch slash book celebration or thank you event so there was a few of your close friends and people that helped you with the book there to celebrate you know you getting published and writing a book and it was it was a good night wasn't it it was it was really important to me that um we did something to thank the supporters of the book that got us to the number one bestseller um you know it's not all down to the author at all it's down to all those supporters that are there for you and helping you out and it was just lovely to see them um not all of them because we did very small very small event are you doing another one yeah we're doing another one yeah it was just very lovely to thank them um for yeah just for their love and support you got a bit emotional didn't you last night i did (laughs) Yeah, as that, I that never happens, do. does it? Mom? <laughs> as I always do. I thought that today, as we celebrated your book last night, and your book is sixteen seconds debunking the myths surrounding manifestation. Yeah. Um, I thought we could talk about manifestation because we haven't actually spoken about it properly, devoted an episode to it on the podcast yet. So I thought this might be a good opportunity. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. Actually, um, it's so topical right now. Um, yeah, it's become popular, hasn't yeah. it? just written an article about TikTok and manifestation and the TikTok mm. videos about manifestation and are the TikTok uh, videos kind of valid in relation to the concept and the way you carry out the practices for manifestation. So it yeah. was interesting. Yeah, wrote that for Marie Claire. Oh, amazing. Mm. I think it's one of those things that a lot of people have jumped on mm-hmm. now, rightly yeah. or wrongly, mm-hmm. um, and are, you know, using it and kind of putting their spin on it. So it yeah. would be interesting to actually talk to you about it because you've studied it, you've really looked into it, and you've really lived it over the past however many years. 25 years. 20. <laughs> yeah, true. You're showing your age there, Mum. I don't know if you should well, have admitted when that. when I was 10, I started to, <laughs> to learn... <laughs> when you had me when you were like five yeah you're not 30 (laughs) (laughs) nearly no I'm not um so I thought the first thing we could talk about and I'd prefer you to answer this because I think you're much better to answer this than us discuss it and then we can discuss the rest but I thought to kick us off what actually is manifestation um in its truest form beyond the hype beyond the TikTok and the trends and all of that, what actually is it? What does it mean? And why do people do it? (laughs) That's not a small question, is is it? Um, You say this every uh, week. You need to get used to it. You you come up with these massive questions. Um, Okay, so you asked me about three questions in that one, didn't you? What is Um, manifestation? Thank you. We'll kick off with that one. Let's kick off with that one. What is manifestation? Well, manifestation is the result of something that you have been thinking about or actually not just thinking about but being but putting focus on Mm -hmm. so we know don't we because we speak about it a lot that it's not just thought focus a lot of people think it's thoughts so what people get so worried about is worried they're worried about the thoughts they think but it's the emotional focus behind the thought that really powers up the manifestation process So if you want something, you have to be really clear and pure with your intention of it, of of you wanting whatever it is. 
And then you have to really feel good about it, even though you can't see it yet. And that's the tricky thing for a lot of people um, because they stop believing that they can create what they want because they haven't seen it yet. So um, it's really feeling good about it, even though you can't see it. And that was the idea of the book, right? To like break down how you actually manifest into kind of practical steps rather than it just being this broad yeah. topic. Yeah, definitely. That's what I really, really wanted. And that's why the book covers not just the how to create your life through energy but and the law of attraction and the other universal laws, but also the brain and how the brain can stop you as well. Because, you know, we are, whether you call it manifestation or not, we are creating our life every second of every day. But we tend to do it unconsciously by the unconscious thoughts and feelings that we have. Like we're on autopilot. Yeah, exactly. So really for me, the whole purpose of the book was so that people could learn how to truly, consciously create the life they want um, by knowing how to do it. And that also includes, though, as I say, the brain. Because uh, with you have something in your brain called the reticular activating system. So it will head you towards what you're looking for Mm. so you've got the law of attraction doing that and you've got the reticular activating system doing that so they're both kicking in so your job and work really is to be focused on what you do want instead of what you don't want yeah I think on that point that's actually what I find hardest and I think it was a really good realization for me I know we've spoken about this before but it's so important how you feel because when I was younger And you would talk to me about the importance of, you know, really uh, putting out there what you want. I would be doing that, but whilst in maybe a bad headspace. And then I wouldn't get what I wanted and I'd be frustrated and I'd be like, but I'm doing everything right. I'm focusing on it. But, you know, you said to me like, okay, for example, money is a good example. Mm -hmm. So if I'm thinking about money, but I'm worrying about it, Mm -hmm. uh, and I want it to come in, it's never going to come in while I'm in a state of worry and fear and frustration, you know, whereas I was in that negative state and still expecting to manifest what I wanted. And that's just not possible. Um, and I think that was a, it, I think it's an empowering realization, but it's actually quite tricky because as humans, we do worry about things. I'm definitely a worrier um, and fear and self doubt and all of that creeps in. So it's, it's, tricky sometimes you know taking accountability for how you feel and consciously trying to put yourself back in a good headspace and don't get me wrong it's worth it but when you are on autopilot it's a bit um you know it's a bit going it's going beyond what you're used to it's going against what you're used to i guess and what your brain's been programmed to do yeah definitely i mean there's so much what you've just from what you've just said there that i want to reply to that i just really hope i get everything out but because there was a lot there but uh it's it's so many within what you've just said within that couple of minutes there are so many things within that that make a difference to manifestation so yes definitely how you feel so let's just be really clear about this for people that um you know want to really know how to do this is So law of attraction is around you every second of every day, like the law of gravity. Yep. So you're like a beacon emitting a signal. Okay. So you've got to match up your vibration to what it is you want. So let's be really clear about this. I want to say in the clearest way so that people really know what they're doing. You want what you want because you think that you're going to feel better for having it. 
you think you're yeah. going to feel happy, don't you? Because yeah. you're going to yeah, get definitely. what you want. Well, to be a vibrational match for it, you have to be happy now. Yeah? That makes you the vibrational match to whatever it is you want, because you think whatever you want will make you happy. That's why appreciation is such a great thing, because when you appreciate, you're in a great feeling space. Yeah, yeah? for sure. So that's really, and, and not even just, <laughs> I want you to feel good just because you want to feel good. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, do you know <laughs> what I the, mean? That is the goal. That but, is the yeah. goal, exactly. So, yeah, the key, okay, another key is awareness you have to be aware of your emotional guidance. You have to be aware of what you're feeling because that will give you the heads up. Am I feeling, I call it the word resistant, or am I feeling really good? Am I feeling in a place of allowing in what I want? And it really, you've got 16 seconds, hence the title of the book, you've got 16 seconds before the law of attraction will grab it, grab how you're feeling, and bring you more thoughts to keep you in that feeling place, good or bad. The law of attraction doesn't go into deciphering mode and just hope that they can work out what Holly really wants. It, it, it doesn't work like that. So it really is about that whole check in with how you feel really regularly and do whatever you can before you've built momentum within 16 seconds to shift it, pivot. Think of something else that feels good. Distract, distract, distract. Which brings me on to the most, the other really important thing within what you said, there's lots of other things, but within what you said is what most humans do and we do. And it's, it's, I don't know why we've conditioned ourselves to do that, but to do this, but hey, hey ho. When, when you were just bringing up the subject of money and not being in a good headspace, what you really meant by that was you want money while you're thinking about the fact you don't have it. Exactly. You're thinking about the lack. You are. Yeah. So what are you going to get more of? Lack. The lack. Yeah. And that's what we do. And what what we've really got to not do is if we want more money, focus on abundance. Seriously. And I'm not talking monetary. Focus on, I don't know if you, I, I love nature. Uh, you know, that's abundant. That's abundant. You know, um, focus on, I don't know if you love nutritious foods, the abundance of the nutritious foods, but abundance. I'll abundance. go with the nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go with both. But, um, you know, abundance, abundance. If you're in that mindset, then yeah, of course you're a magnet to the money. But most people will worry and go back to the cause of why they want the money. And then they'll stay in the lack that has triggered the desire for more money. It's called the law of polarity. Mm. It's the two ends of the stick. People stay focused on the lack end when really they want the abundant end. Mm. So stay focused on the abundant end. What's something that you think you manifested that isn't good? Maybe <laughs> before you realized how important manifestation was. <laughs> so many things <laughs> <laughs> oh god um oh my first marriage oh not a good move created yeah. that one allowed that to build momentum um funny enough in the book a really good example of the law i have of, read it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows um, the law of polarity this would be such a good example and it is what i created that wasn't good before i truly understood how 
these laws, these universal laws really work hand in hand together. Okay. And it was now about 22 years ago. Um, in the book, I say 20 years because obviously we wrote the book roughly two years ago. She lied in the book. No, it was the right time <laughs> at the time. Um, and, um, you were with me, Holly. I was I, what, two? No. Four? Yeah, well, you were very I? young. You were yeah. very young. And I was asked to cover a weight loss meeting. Oh, yeah, I remember that. This, this is a really clear example where yeah. people think, I'm going to manifest this by thinking this way. Oh, no, you're not. You're going to manifest what you don't want. And that's exactly what I did. So it was coming up to Christmas. Weather was really bad, pouring with rain, asked to cover a, a weight loss class in the evenings. So it was dark, raining, didn't know where where the road was, uh, didn't have ways at that point. You used to be a weight, oh, weight loss leader, by the way. Yeah, yeah just, a weight loss leader, yeah. yeah. And um, and I, I was just looking around while I was driving. But what was really interesting was leading up to that, I had been so focused on the fact that my car insurance was going to be renewed in January. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited that I would have full no claims bonus, which means my insurance in January will be so cheap. Yep. So <laughs> I kept focusing on don't have an accident. Don't have an accident. Don't have an accident. Oh my God, it was like a mantra. Don't have an accident. Don't have an accident. Okay, so there I was driving this night. Holly was with me driving. You were with me driving that night and um, looking around, looking around. Didn't realize that the traffic in front of me had stopped at traffic lights and I hit the car in front of me. You were so annoyed. <laughs> I was fuming. <laughs> um, but the point was... Um, no one was hurt, by the way. It wasn't no, obviously a big it was crash, a, it was it a bumper, was, bumper yeah. and, and it was my fault. I, I was going into the back. So I lost my no claims bonus. Gutted. Um, <laughs> and I was an absolute magnet for that. My focus was on don't have an accident. And so many people would think, well, that's cool. You've just said don't have an accident. Yeah. But my focus, think about this. If you're thinking don't have an accident, you're focused on an accident. Yeah. Of course you are. It doesn't matter that you don't, you say don't. The law of attraction is inclusive, mm. not exclusive. So it will include what you don't want as well as what you do want. It just focuses where you focus. And I was focused on an accident. I was an absolute vibrational match to not only that accident, but the fact that I lost my no claims because that's where my focus was. Don't lose the no no claims. Don't lose the no claims. You could have told me that before I got in the car with you. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty, isn't it? <laughs> you had no choice. You were coming. Um, so, um, so yeah, there you go. That That's a, an absolute example of mm. before I truly understood how these laws worked and conscious of them consistently, which is what I am, genuinely, um, that's how that's how I manifested that. So, Hull, think about something you've manifested, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And not just if you can think of something you've consciously manifested. Because remember, we're always manifesting. But it's about consciously. Yeah? So what have you consciously manifested? And if you have, how did you do it? So I've just given you a clear example how I did it. I'm just focused on don't have an accident, don't have an accident. So 
Over yeah. to you. Um, one thing that springs to mind, I was thinking about this because you asked me to speak at your book launch last night. I did. Which was obviously not scary at all. Um, really enjoyed public speaking. Uh, <laughs> you were very good. But, no, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, but I was asked to think of an example for, for those questions. And one thing that I think is a really good example of me manifesting something is getting my place at uni. Um, so I when I was 18 I wanted to go to Sheffield University and I wanted to study philosophy and so obviously you know you're doing your A-levels for two years I do your AS and then your A-levels and, and the goal was always to go to Sheffield um, what was interesting was I did get into Sheffield mm-hmm. um, which would make you think oh you know she got the grades she needed but I didn't uh, I needed an AAB and unfortunately I got an ABB and so actually I shouldn't have got in um but thankfully i did but what was interesting about Not that thankfully you created oh that. yeah i created it yeah uh, <laughs> no, but it's true because no, so, I know. so many people will say, "Luckily, yeah," or "I'm so lucky." You're not a fan of luck, are you? Man? No, no, no yeah. create it, create it. You yeah. know, hold your hand up and say, "I created that." Yeah, but what was interesting about it was the fact that I was never focused on getting the grades. That was never it. Obviously, I wanted to get the grades, but. It, the the goal the intention which is what you talk about in the book that the intention is really important was to get to Sheffield um, and I did visualize myself as sad as it sounds walking around Sheffield we went in thank you mum uh, we went and visited together and that was the focus and you say in the book intention clarity and focus is really important and I was just totally clear I was going to Sheffield there was no two ways about it so it was just really interesting that when I found out on results day thankfully I realized that I was in Sheffield first Mm -hmm. otherwise that would probably have been a really nerve-wracking few hours and then I found out I didn't get the results don't get me wrong I was still annoyed (laughs) that I was I was very close to getting that second A you were one grade Um, I think it was one mark yeah one one point yeah um but you know, I'd got what I wanted because that was the goal. And I think that was a really, I didn't know at the time that I was manifesting it. And I think something that's important that you mentioned in the book is inspired action and about feeling good and that it shouldn't be hard work. Absolutely. It should be something that, you know, you enjoy almost the steps to get there. And that was something definitely that came up when I was studying for my exams. If there were times when I was getting frustrated, because A-levels are really intense, especially when you're so young. If I was getting, you know, upset or frustrated and disappointed, you know, if, if it wasn't going my way or whatever, you would say to me, take a break, leave it, take a break. There is no point slogging away for another four hours when you're in such a bad headspace. And that massively helped me. So I think it was a combination of the inspired action taking place, even though I wouldn't have called it that back then. No. And the very clear intention yeah. that meant that I got that place at university, despite not getting the grades. Yeah. I just want to, yeah, absolutely. And obviously, I you were thrilled when, when you got your place. And as you say, thank God you got the, was it an email or something saying welcome yeah, to Yeah, like a notification, Uni. yeah. Yeah, thank God that came through first. <laughs> but what was so interesting, and this is what I'd love, honestly, it's a great lesson, like, like I learned with the car. It's a great lesson for you. Do you remember we had the conversation after because you were so disappointed when you were one mark off of that second A. Yeah, literally. And then what did you say to me? And I said to you, well, then instead of focusing on your intention of getting into Sheffield Uni, why didn't you have an intention of two A's and a B? Because you know you would have got into Sheffield with two A's and a B. So if you had wanted the grades and Sheffield, 
focus on two A's and a B. I bet I responded to that really well. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but well, you got in, so it really... It didn't matter, you yeah. didn't care. But no, what's really, I think, really important, such an important point, the, the reason I brought that up is it, it's good to be really clear what is it you really want? What is it you really want? So always go a bit further go a little bit deeper what is it you you really want so yeah the overall is Sheffield yeah that was the overall but you also wanted the grades Mm. so always be clear actually no if I manifested two A's and a B I'd get into Sheffield anyway so I'm just I'm just saying you know it's it's a good way to to always be tweaking and aware of of what you do want to manifest you know you always say to me go general yeah where's the the good you know the sweet spot between general and specific mm-hmm. because I could have been more specific there it's... in focusing on the results and the place at university okay but you say not to go too specific that you limit yourself so okay it's not so much about limiting but it is it what tends to happen is if people go specific people can wobble on specifics so um I don't know say like like two A's and a B that's pretty specific Mm-hmm. Okay, well, just say on your second day, you were struggling a little bit with that as you were studying it in the final six months, just say, and you were focused on two A's and a B, even though you were struggling, focusing on those two A's and a B would probably wobble you. Mm-hmm. Going to the bigger picture of Sheffield Uni where no grades are involved yes you know you need to get the grades but it's really the whole picture of Sheffield Uni you're not wobbling as much because your head is away from the grades and it's on the actual university do you see what I mean so when I did my first leadership training um I was like oh my when you delivered it yeah when I delivered it um at Cambridge Uni actually and um that whole thing of I went into overdrive, you know, what would the, oh my God, what would the delegates think? And, oh my God, you know, I want them to have fun and I want them to have their learning through fun and I want it to be the best training they've ever had. And and if I carried on thinking like that, I was just wobbling all over the shop. So I went really general. I actually went beyond general and I just seriously focused on me and Martin having dinner that evening saying, God, wasn't that a brilliant training day? God, that was just amazing. Everybody loved it. The delegates just came up to me and kept telling me how much they loved it, and that they really learned something and really developed developed through it. So I even went beyond. I went to the end of the day in my head, in my visualization of, and I could really feel it. It wasn't just a visual. You remember what we said, it's about emotion. I really, really felt it. So that took me completely away from the wobbly specifics of my actual training. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That's the way to do it. What are the things then? How have you, because I'm definitely not fully in the habit yet of manifesting everything that I want straight away. You say I'm a good manifester. Um, I'm going to, because I really want you to get this. (laughs) You are you 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 are constantly in the habit of manifesting. Yeah, true. You're saying it you're might not be what I want. Consciously manifesting. Yeah, yeah. Really important. I want to keep saying that word consciously. Yeah. Consciously manifesting. Yeah. You want to consciously manifest. Definitely. So I'm not consciously doing it yet. I am trying to get better at um, getting myself in a good place more easily and and quicker as well. Mm-hmm. So that you know my, as you call it, vibration matches with what 
I want to, you know, manifest and, and attract to me. Yeah. But what are the things that you do? You know, how have you practiced doing this? Because now it feels like it's almost second nature to you to be a lot more conscious of it. But it took time to get there, as you said, by the examples earlier. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why I do the work I do, you know, to to help people to um, support them to create, learn the process way quicker than I ever learned the process because I did it on my own um, with, you know, a few online mentors and things like that. But, um, and trial and error, <laughs> great learnings, <laughs> you know, great learnings, but they are, aren't they? You know, what, what, have I, what have I always said? It's your experience that teaches. It's not my words or anyone's words. It's your own experience. So got to have the experience, haven't you? But I would love you and anybody I work with to create much easier what they want. Do you know what I mean? So what do I do? Always, always, always. I check in with how I feel. I check in with how I feel. And if I don't feel good, if for some reason I've allowed myself to come out of a feeling, a good feeling place, because come on, I am human. Come out, And it's so interesting, actually, when, when my clients know that I've come out of a good feeling place, you know, briefly, they'll say, oh, thank God for that. You are human. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank God. Um, I can definitely echo that. <laughs> honestly, it's, it's so, of course I'm human. But um, I will always be aware that if I am out of that good feeling place, I will go nowhere near my thoughts in relation to what I want. I just it's won't. It's risky business. Yeah, I, I really, really won't because I'll be building a momentum of resistance and then I'm going to be opening that gap wider and wider from where I am to where I want to go. And remember, momentum builds, momentum builds. Energy never, ever, vibration never, ever stands still. It builds. So which way do you want to build it? So I step back if I'm not feeling good, and that will always be my number one priority, feeling good, feeling good, feeling good, feeling good. Hence why selfish. You always say to me as well, don't you, that going to sleep breaks the momentum. It yes, really slows well. the so momentum if down. If you're ever feeling in a bad place mm-hmm. or you've had a bad day, going to sleep and letting it restart mm-hmm. the next day is, is a really good way of dealing with it. But again, consciously. Yeah. So choose your thoughts consciously. Don't let it continue. Yeah. Continue. Because yeah. you can press the reset button. Mm-hmm. Every time you've slept, even if you've napped, a mm-hmm. nap will be enough. A deep meditation, if you can do that, is also enough. But then it's being conscious enough to make sure that you have a conscious thought of what it is you want to be feeling or thinking. I would do it the night before. Yeah, even if you've got some spirals going, I would be intending tomorrow when I wake up, I am having present tense, I am having the most joyful, easy flowing day, whatever it is you want to, yeah? And then I go to, then I would go to sleep knowing that that's what I've intended. You let momentum slow down on the resistant thought, you wake up the next morning, press that reset button and remember that intention. And for you then, when you're having that thought, is that a visualization? Is it something you're saying to yourself? Because I know you don't like affirmations, do you? No. So... Do you want to explain actually why you don't like affirmations? <laughs> it's controversial. Oh, I know. This is such a controversial one. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let, let me just clarify. It makes sense though. I think yeah, if I can but, remember but, correctly where you're coming from on it. <laughs> okay, let me let me clarify though, because there is a caveat to this. So if somebody or you or whoever is affirming something that they want to be, do or have, 
and they're kind of halfway there anyway, then affirm it, affirm it because you're halfway there anyway. So you've got some belief system going on that you can grab hold of that's going to help you. Yeah. Okay. If you don't believe it at all, so in other words, I want more money, I want more money, I want more money, I want more money, because you're in debt. Yeah. I want more money, I want more money. But all you can see are the bills getting higher, and there doesn't appear to be any windfall coming anytime soon. And you're affirming, um, I'm, I'm getting more money, I'm getting more money, I'm getting more money. Well, you don't believe it. You're really just saying that to try to overcome the debt. So where is your focus? Your focus isn't on money coming in. Your focus is, once again, on the debt that you want money coming in for. So what are you doing? You're affirming the debt. Yeah. But because that's where your focus is, you're not focused purely and clearly on abundance coming through in whichever way you can't see it yet, but you know it's going to be there. You're not focused on that. You're focused on the debt that you want money for. Yeah, no, and that then, makes total sense. And then you're affirming that. Yeah. So, so what do you do instead of affirmations? Is so, it a visualization? Are you just speaking to yourself? Are you writing it down? Gosh, this is like you're living with me and you you want to know the whole process, don't you? you well, yeah, I do because oh. we haven't had this conversation oh. and I need to get this wisdom. <laughs> you're right. Okay. I can't be your daughter and not not manifest what, what you want. want. Yeah, gosh, the pressure's on. Um, so what do I do? I just literally sit in a quiet space. I close my eyes. I'm not necessarily even saying a meditative state, but my mind is clear. I'm just focused clearly, but from a sense of peace on whatever my intention is for that day. And I just, I just feel it. I feel that intention, really aware of it. Then I let it go. That's the key as well. No attachment to the outcome. If you want something and you just say again, more money, you want more money. And then what you're doing is you're thinking, okay, well, I sound really money hungry in this episode. (laughs) Or, or, okay, I don't know. Or I want a relationship, you know. I really want this loving relationship that is is perfect for me, you know. I just, I really want that, you know, when, and um, I'd love it and I'm up for it and it's all good. Yeah, this is what happens. Give it two days and you're checking out, why isn't it here yet? Why isn't it here yet? Where is it then? Yeah. Where is it then? It's that whole thing of, oh, when you stop looking for it, that's when it comes. Well, yeah. But it's probably because you trust that it's coming and well, you let go of the outcome. You let go of it. You're not, you're not focused about on it, the, focusing on it every day. And yeah, you're not focused the on the absence of yeah. it. And when you're focused on the absence of it, what are you going to get more of? Absence. Thank you. <laughs> um, but it's true. That's exactly what it does. And that's why I call it the comfort gap. You know, the gap between where you are to what you want and that's why one of the main reasons why people fall down that gap so they don't get to where they want to get to because they focus on the fact it's not here yet or how am I going to get that who I don't know and what if and all of this kind of stuff and that can't happen in my experience because I work nine to five so how will that money come in or I work with women all day so how is that man ever going to appear Mm, do do you know what I mean so that's literally just it then. You oh, just it. <laughs> you sit with the intention, you mm-hmm. feel it, then you let go of it. And is that literally, that's all you do? 
Well, I know you do your appreciation journal and stuff as well. We talked about in a previous episode habits that, you know, help us to live a hell yes. But in terms of manifestation specifically, is that the only thing that that you do? Okay. Well, we've just written a... It's it's okay if it is. (laughs) I think we've just written a 280-page book on it. So I don't think it's um, just what it is. But I've given you the bare bones. Good. You know, this podcast is... This episode is half an hour. But that would set you off on the right track. Oh, definitely. But day-to-day, that's enough. And tend to how you feel. Yeah. Be, really tend to that like you would your garden or your plants or whatever, whatever. Mm. Be aware of it and tend to it. If you're not feeling good, don't do the human thing, which is what we do. Don't do the human thing of wanting to be just justifying why you don't feel good. It was her fault. It was his fault. That happened. This happened. That happened. Yeah, I get it. We do live in some pr- pretty chronic conditions sometimes. And I really, really get that. But your creative process and creating what it is you want relies on depends on you feeling good so really if you just want to be right rather than be happy you're shooting yourself in the foot so be aware of that there's nothing more important than that you feel good because you always used to say to me and i found this really frustrating as a teenager especially um if someone had upset me i wanted you to just be on my side but you would usually say well you can choose how you react you know take the power back you choose how you react so I think that there is a lot of power in that. It's definitely empowering, but it's also difficult. You know, as I was saying earlier, it's, I think a lot of what the book talks about will be massively helpful to people, but it does require hard work. It's not just say something or say an affirmation, say an intention, and then away you go. It it requires really um, altering the way that your brain thinks or has thought for a long time and that's that's tricky and it's uncomfortable so it's, it's uncomfortable it's but worth it it, it, but it only ever becomes hard work genuinely because and, and it's in the book because research has shown that humans are psychologically lazy yeah so because we're lazy was that a dig at me <laughs> No, no. But because we're lazy, we would rather go with that old, limiting, comfortable, but not great feeling thought, rather than start to shift it, start to shift it. The only reason you've got that limiting thought going on is because you practiced it enough. But that feels okay, though, because you did it unconsciously. So the difference is, yeah, you've got to be conscious to change and dip and develop a new practice thought that really serves you. But Jesus, you know, you've got to ask yourself, haven't you? Because because when I hear this, I think to myself, man, is it too much to ask people to really, really focus on a good feeling thought? Don't you want to feel good? I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but don't you want to feel good? Yeah, but also you know, it's it is hard isn't work. It worth it? No, it's hard work. No, okay. It, it uh, I can, want to it say can this. feel like hard work. Okay, I'm not saying it is hard work necessarily, you, you have, but it can feel like hard work. You've said it two like or three times work. now. You've said it is hard work. <laughs> so what are you affirming, though? No, I'm serious. Yeah, that it, it's, it's hard it's to hard feel hard good. Work. That it's yeah, hard to feel that's good. That's what I'd be affirming, well, yeah. well, you're allowing your brain now to dig in even deeper, mm. that for you to change your thoughts into good-feeling thoughts, your brain's just digging in a little bit deeper yeah. to make it harder for you. So that that's the kind of thing I want you to be conscious of. Yeah. Be conscious. You just said that unconsciously. No. And then you actually said it even more consciously, which was worse because you were conscious about saying it, of no, but it is hard work. Um, it can be. If you want to soften it, but tell me it's hard work. Let's say it can be hard work. But 
let's choose to feel good. Let's choose to feel good and do the work that supports you to feel good. Okay. I won't say it's hard work. Good. But I would say it's in some cases, if you're used to feeling bad or used to thinking things are difficult, it's stepping out of your comfort zone. Way out of your And going zone. against the grain of what Absolutely. you're used to. Absolutely. Of course. And that's, and that's why I think... Of course it is. You know, the... People might think that, oh, law of attraction or manifestation, whatever you want to group this topic as, is doesn't make sense because, oh, it's just easy, you know? Oh, well, if we could all do yeah. that, then we'd all have whatever we want. Uh, that's, but that's not the case. Like the things you talk about in the book, even just what you said, and I know I took the mick a bit about, oh, well, so that's all you do. You just say your intention and feel good with it. But one, clearing your mind. I struggle with that. I'm sure a lot of people will struggle with that. And that's the first thing you do Two, being clear about what you want and not what you don't want and not what you don't want. That's something that I think also people may struggle with. And then finally, um, letting go, trusting and letting letting go. go. I definitely find that hard. You know, I can be going to worry and control. Exactly. Even if I've done the first two, I'm then it's very easy to slip back into worrying or but what if it doesn't work out mm-hmm. rather than what if it goes right mm-hmm. so and then you're, you're absolutely right but then at that point when you're conscious that you've just done that yeah that's the time to reset you the know shift yeah yeah shift if you can't shift because you've built momentum like you said earlier go to sleep and have an intention to think something different the next morning that's that, that's the thing it's it's awareness number one Number two, choice. Choose to do, think something different. And then three, take that action. Take that action. And that's what it's really about. And that's why, you're absolutely right, that's why we we wrote the article on TikTok, or the, for the TikTok manifestation for Marie Claire, because it was videos really almost saying that manifest it all you need to do is this this and that and you, you'll get what you want and uh, and the secret I have to say the film the secret same thing and a lot of people don't understand that there's way more universal laws out there that work hand in hand with uh, the law of attraction I, i've only spoken about one other the law of polarity but there's way more out there there is the law of allowing allowing law it law of least resistance law, as well. yeah. yeah so you know all of these you know law of sufficiency and abundance all of these laws so you talk the about them in the book don't get you? the book yeah. buy the book <laughs> holly you don't want to shove it down people's throats i have the book i've got three copies of the book i've well got the done. kindle version of the Proud book of the audio version will Proud be out in a few you. weeks i'll get that oh well okay you then know? we can revisit this podcast in about six months you could tell everybody what you've manifested joyfully yes and consciously you can set a reminder so that we can remember to do lovely. that lovely looking forward to that <laughs> Thank you for that conversation. I think that was actually very helpful to go hand in hand with your book, which I have read. Um, (laughs) No, no, I'm really glad we did actually, because if it helps you and others to know that there's more out there, but there's a way to do it. And it isn't, honestly, it isn't difficult once you practice, 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 practice and become conscious of what you're thinking and feeling. Um, great come on we want people don't we live a hell yes yeah manifest a hell yes definitely and i think the book breaks it down really well it it simplifies it and it makes it accessible so well done thank you again i've said that before i'll say it again um awesome thank you so much margie i think that i'm going to do a bit of shameless plugging now to end the episode okay so for anyone that's listening i really hope that you enjoyed that discussion uh on manifestation i hope it was useful to you if you are interested in what we've been discussing 
definitely check out mum's book uh, you can get it on kindle or on amazon and in other bookshops as well 16 seconds debunking the myth surrounding manifestation but also you can follow mum on instagram at sandra stocks coach and we'll link that in the description as well for this episode go check her out there you're posting a lot more on instagram now aren't you mum so yep. you'll be regularly posting there mm-hmm. and then finally we've mentioned it before on the podcast um, but if you haven't listened to an episode before mum also has a private facebook group called ultimate conscious creating where she discusses a lot of these ideas in more detail does live videos and things like that so you can get really involved with what she's got going on absolutely yep great awesome. there's lot there's lots in that group and lovely lovely group of yeah, people. yeah i love them yeah hopefully we will see you there thank you so much for listening to this episode and enjoy living a hell yes, hell yes.